it just it doesn't know how mean it wants to be as a show and it wants to have it every way at once right it wants yeah, to make like yeah. super dark jokes and like super edgy whatever and, and I can do one, super, one or the other but not both yeah and then also be really heartfelt like even just with Sue which is insane <laughs> yeah the sorry the craziest thing about this though is that while it is horrifying it's still incredibly boring hey Mr. Armstein And welcome to the second half of the first season of Glee and Was Glee Good. Our I'm Lily. <laughs> yeah. I'm Robbie. I'm Liz. Uh, and today we're talking about the episode Hell O. There is a hyphen in there. Uh, so I've got a quick plot summary for you from Wikipedia. Well, it's a complicated sentence structure. Um, <laughs> blackmailing Figgins, Sue returns following her suspension. And enlists Santana and Brittany to seduce Finn and destroy his new relationship with Rachel. Rachel catches the eye of Jesse St. James, the lead singer of New Direction's rival, Vocal Adrenaline. Will and Emma attempt to begin dating, but Emma's misophobic behavior leads Will to make out with Vocal Adrenaline's coach, Shelby Corcoran. Leads Will. Rachel and Finn have a rocky start to their relationship. At the same time that Will and Emma tried to find a way to be together. Who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> is that like a dangling parcel at the beginning? Like, something about the yes. sentence is bad. It's not how it sounds. <laughs> bad. Also, like, oh man, I know that objectively these are like the accurate plot descriptions, but they're absolutely not the way I would describe any of these episodes. No, yeah. never would, like, any of that. What mean. was the phobia it said she had? Misophobia. It means like germophobia. It's like the, Oh, okay. It's accurate, but just like. Okay. But it's also, it's weird to use a clinical term when they never have on the show, where she just says, never. my issue. Oh my god, we're gonna get there. Is there is yeah. like, oh, he's a Sophia. I, yeah. I'm diagnosed. Um, okay, so this okay. episode begins with, one, the voiceover changes, the opening voiceover. It's the first time they say, that's what you missed on Glee. So they like, don't say, that's what you missed on Glee. He says, that's what happened on Glee. Yes, but instead of, um, no, they've been happened. saying, no, they've been saying, like, here's what you missed last week or something. Oh, okay. Oh, so here's what you missed, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, now there's also a weird joke about if you've been in prison. I didn't. Yeah, know. the voiceover st- literally. I'm not gonna make you watch it again, but the voiceover starts like just in case you forgot or if you've been in prison. Oh, I don't watch the previous season. Like, you <laughs> okay, well I do, and it was a weird joke to make about uh, felons. So <laughs> off to a weird start the back half of our first season. Yeah. Yeah, the recap is weird. Also, right? I feel like it didn't. It was, it was weird. weird. It was, it was weird. Too okay. Short. Anyways, right after the recap, we jump into... Oh, also, the- first of all, to set the scene, it's been four months since we, as it a has? society... <laughs> oh, as a society, not with... Oh, yeah, yeah, we should talk about, yeah. like, this conceptually. There was a break. Yes. We, as a society, have... There's been four months in between the last episode, sectionals... Yes. December. ...and this episode. April. Yes. For me personally, Lily Weber, it's been five months because I was abroad and did not have TV. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Um, yes, so we're now... fancy. We're now in spring 2010. Yes. Yes. We're yeah. And the concept here is on. Glee was originally, I did some research, uh, only ordered for 13 episodes. Right, because it's a bananas premise. <laughs> but very quickly at the beginning, like after three episodes, right? Especially because the first yeah. one premiered way early, they were like, yeah, no, we're ordering another. They're back, right. a full season. Like, and these are the, these you can tell these are the first episodes they make when Glee is cool. Yeah. yeah. Not the club, the show. Right. <laughs> um, because they, like, that the point. budget clearly got a lot bigger. Yeah. Right. Every performance is like costumes and an arrangement and dancers and, and like... a Dina Menzel. <laughs> a Dina Menzel, spoiler yeah. alert. Um, uh, and okay. this episode had like some, the highest, like the second highest ratings of any Glee episode ever, I think. Sure. The Jonathan Groff effect. <laughs> Love him. Okay. So we open with Rachel walking triumphantly through the hallway. The instrumentation is Don't Rain in My Parade. Yeah. Because you've forgotten. Insane. <laughs> um, someone says, I think Mercedes is like, Rachel, looking good. And Rachel's like, feeling good. I'm yeah. sorry. She's like, we're cool now. Just like the cheerleaders and the football players. Which is, by the way, exactly how I felt when I went to state for math counseling. <laughs> and the principal talked about it on the loudspeaker. And I was like, just like sports. I am cool. I, mean, <laughs> uh, I like emotionally got slushied or something. Right, so Kurt says we're glitterati. Dave Kraft, he slushies them. Yeah. Um, he also says, while saying it, he's, while doing it, he says, welcome to Loser Town, population you. Yeah, so everyone's... Which is possibly the worst thing I've ever heard. Very cool it's here. It's funny. <laughs> I love every insult in this episode. They're particularly good. Um, next I just had down Figgins' conflict. 
but I don't remember what it is. She was somehow back right away, and Will was like, how? She got suspended, and he's like, yeah, the point of suspension is they come back. True. Which is false. Also, it's, it, as she walks in, she goes, hey, buddy, get a haircut? Looks awful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. all the insults in this episode are good. Sorry, I hair does look Fagans. awful. No, it's okay. No, that she said that walking into Fagan's office. Yeah. Yeah. Then they have uh, Sue's back. Sue's back for a reason. Um, <laughs> for a, we find out later what that reason is, but all we need to know now is that Sue is back, and so um, Will's like, hey, now that they, my kids have won a competition, like, we're good now, right? Glee Club's, like, totally set. We're on a grounded. Right. And Figgins basically like, nah, the cheerleaders need the auditorium because it's getting cold out. Right. I don't believe that. Right. Um, okay, what are they You guys have to for? win nationals. Mm-hmm. I, we're going to find out a second. Basketball. Basketball. Dude, All the sports. I, okay. Also, they have a gym, right? They can practice in there. Yeah, why the auditorium? I don't know. Yeah, the like flimsy nature of the Glee Club, de- like needing to win things all the time, like it gets crazier from here. So, I'm like, sure, okay they need with to it win. If they would justify it less, honestly, just yeah. be like, yeah, you gotta win. Right. That's the you don't need Figgins to be like the outlets in the auditorium are expensive to keep going. Like, first of all, I don't think that's true. He's like, the electricity <laughs> usage is up two percent or something. Okay, like, I don't cool. Care. Like, fine. It's it's a show about a Glee Club. I like their performances. If you tell me they gotta win sectionals, fine. Or you fine. don't need to justify it for me. Um, Finn plays basketball now. And it's yes. also okay, so Rachel. I have a genuine okay. question. Do we ever show anyone playing basketball? Like, is this the only episode in which there's a basketball season? I feel like on Glee from now on, it is exclusively football season all year long. <laughs> we get some hockey stuff with Karofsky, right? No, no he's, he's on, on a football, football team. Now. When is it? Why do I think he plays hockey? Because in the first two episodes, he's on the hockey team. Because you've been got paying it. attention got on, like, it, everyone it. who got wrote it, this show. And then they realize they, like, can't afford to build a hockey set, and they need Dave Cross. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so he's on the football team. Again, I don't know what season hockey's in. Maybe he's both. Whatever. I, oh, and then he's also on the wrestling team at some point. He's on every team, Dave Cross. He's <laughs> a lot of teams. Great. Um, you know what I mean? Um, so... In the scene, we find out that Rachel and Finn are dating, and I just have down. Wait, are they dating? Yeah. So they introduce this. So many questions. By not introducing it. They just, she they, is, she, they're just dating. Now. Wait. So Finn's playing basketball, and Rachel's wearing like a Team Finn shirt. Yes. yes. And cheering wildly on the sidelines, and looking so happy as if these, as if it has been four months in the world of the show, and these two people have been dating for that. Right. Time. But it clearly they, hasn't been, which we'll find out later. Instantly. We see yeah. That's it's the like fun thing now. about pregnancy is it gives us a timeline. Yeah. Um, then Rachel has, like, calendars for them, like, matching, like, his and hers relationship calendars. Like, she comes up in the hallway, and she's like, hey, I mean, just these calendars, they have a photoshopped photo on them of two kittens with their faces photoshopped on them. <laughs> uh, and she says to him, I put all our dates on them, so you can't say you forgot when you miss our dates anymore. So they have gone, uh, theoretically, on date. They've had okay. dates scheduled. From every other plot in this episode, as we're soon to find it's out. It's been one day. From, like, Will and Emma, and from the pregnancy, it's been, like, a day. Right, no, but months. because then we find out that Quinn and Puck are dating, because, um... Because Finn is, like, staring wistfully, being like, I guess I'm still into Quinn, and Quinn and Puck, like, explicitly say they're dating, and, like, I just have down, did I skip an episode? Like, I literally checked right. to make sure they, I did not these, something. something happens off screen with these plots that we are never, one, it's never clarified what it is, how long it took, like, for these four, like, what the chronology here is. Right. As opposed to every other back and forth machination that we see every thought process. Which is the only reason I'm so desperately cataloging, like, okay, so they, she has missed a number of dates, so it has been at least a few days. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Awful. And it only gets more confusing, frankly. Finn also does say, though, now that we're sort of dating, I have to work so much harder to pretend to be listening to her. The two people have nothing in common. It's horrible. Okay. I mean, she's also, like, a lot in this moment, but... Sure. Yeah, she's a lot. Don't make a man a calendar with his face. Photoshop him for a kitten. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that is weird. Um, Um, He also says he wishes he could be more like Ken. Oh, oh yes, we get this weird moment. shot of Ken Tanaka, who he says has pulled a Jessica Simpson, and that okay. he gained a lot of weight and lost a fiance. Yeah. Okay, I Which never need a, to see Ken Tanaka nice again. Joke, I'm yeah. good forever. Yeah. Did Ken Tanaka start a very successful bra company? I don't think so. Yeah, you know who makes a good goddamn bra? <laughs> a, a workable pair of yeah. reasonably play, priced business shoes? Ken Tanaka. <laughs> the best judge on fashion star. <laughs> the show only you The show only I watched and loved. Please Probably tune you know, in. Ken Tanaka was also a judge on fashion star. <laughs> Please tune into my fashion star podcast. <laughs> Watch fashion star good. It just always bring yes. <laughs> it was good. Uh, anyway, so yeah. This Ken Tanaka, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, so I feel like next we have Sue and Will, again. Doing a whole yeah. fuss thing. No, no, no. Here is where okay. Will confronts okay. Sue. Okay. Yes. And is like, hey, no, but like, seriously, how did you get back 
on the on the Cheerio squad, and she reveals that she date raped Figgins and or led him to believe. I don't. I think she, she definitely drugged him. Yeah, yes. she, drugged, she him, drugged him. Then he wakes up naked in his bed with yes. her next to him, and she is fully clothed in her tracksuit and yes. like takes a picture and blackmails him. I believe that we're supposed to. I hope believe I, that she didn't actually have sex with him. Yeah, she's yes. fully dressed. It is not rape, but you can dress and then dress. It's still clearly assault. It's a it's a, it's a real yeah. It's, it's a, a real bad. I don't know the exact boss. words for it, but it's not good. Yeah, and he also. So this explains in the first episode we get where Will is in the principal's office and is like yelling about it. Figgins looks a little like nervous. I actually had down at thing. that part where like are we? Sp- is it implied that like Figgins and Sue have slept together? It turns out yes, that was what they. Or he so. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. again, it's horrifying. Yeah, it's a, it's a real fine and unimportant line between believing to have you, that you've been sexually assaulted and it actually happened. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like. It's just such an interesting note that the show is so much about, like, the goodness of the heart of kids and how, like, if you work hard and believe in yourself, like, you too can supersede, like, odd, like, goals set for you by other people. And then also they're just constantly sexually assaulting each other. Yeah. And then, and we're then also you okay grow with up that. to, like, become a, a adult with a black hole where your, like, yeah. soul should be. Right! It just, it doesn't know how mean it wants to be as a show, and it wants to have it every way at once, right? It wants yeah. to make, like, yeah. super dark jokes and, like super edgy, whatever. And, and I can do one, super, one or the other, but not both. Yeah, and then also be really heartfelt. Like, even just with Sue, which is insane. <laughs> yeah. The, sorry, the craziest thing about this, though, is that while it is horrifying, it's still incredibly boring. <laughs> <laughs> Sue and Will are boring. I can't believe we're in the back half of the season and I still have to watch these two people yell at each other. Oh, we also right in there got a moment of Sue cutting off a man's ponytail, calling him she-male. Oh, yeah. That Another was, cool uh... and unnecessary joke that was not funny. Why? We don't need it. And so anyways, Will is like, let's bury the hatchet. Um, Sue says no. But also, <laughs> but also, like, last episode, wasn't he, like, swearing revenge? Like, what an ineffectual man. Like, well, he kissed exactly one person once, so <laughs> his life has really changed. All right, so then we, get to the, we go to the choir room. Yeah, where he explains this week's theme that makes no sense and I don't understand. It's so flimsy and bad. He explains it by writing on the board. He draws a stick figure on the board, <laughs> draws a speech bubble, and then writes the word hello in it. And then yes. turns around and says, hello. <laughs> no one answers. And then he goes, hello. And they all realize they're supposed to be responding. They're like very sad. They're like, hi. He then asks, what do you guys say when you answer the phone? And I don't care about anyone else's answer. Except for Kurt, who says... No, she's dead. This is her son. Which is an example of a very sad but very funny joke. Yeah, that's a good joke. No one's expense. It's very funny. It's I the think best. The, I feel like the Kurt one-liners from season one are a thing that, like, at the time I had cataloged and was, like, so, like, very much into, and it's wonderful to rediscover them. Yeah, it's really high quality. No, she's dead. This is her son. <laughs> it's, it, even now, as we're, as we're retelling it, I did the same thing, like, Compulsively that I did like when I first heard it, which is laugh but also cover my own mouth. Like, <laughs> <You're> like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's very good. Oh, I wish more of this episode with Kurt and not what's about to happen. Yeah, this is um, the only thing he says basically. He, uh, yeah, so the yeah. lesson. The lesson. It's time for them to reintroduce themselves to the school. Whoa. Um, it it, because it apparently sucks. no one likes them. <laughs> but here's the thing, and this actually, I wrote this down before someone tweeted at us about this line. Yes. But Rachel is like, I have a slushy stained training bra to prove it. Oh, yeah. I was gonna bring it up. Yeah. I, a A-cup woman, have not worn a training bra since I was 12. Yeah, that's Tops. not... It's like a prepubescent thing. Yeah, have you right? ever like spoken it's... to a woman? Well, first of all... First of all, clearly, no. No. <laughs> None of the men who write this show, which are... I will read the, like, quote from the round table. Yeah, yeah. It's three men. None of them know what a training bra is. They think it's just a bra, but for young idiots? I don't know. Right. I don't understand. Right. You can't figure out a regular bra. It's a very weird line. No, they think it's a funnier word than a just funnier, bra. right. And they're they just like, you know, like, funny. not building an environment in which Leah Michelle felt comfortable being like, hey guys, just some quick input from a person with boobs. That's not what that means. Coincidentally, someone did tweet at us about this and tweeted to remind me of, um... The Hollywood Reporter uh, roundtable that Leah Michelle did a few years ago, um, in which she says out loud, my character says things like, my training bra is hurting me, and I'm like, really? Come on. I know we're not giving you beach babe here, but, and they're like, no, 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 it's funny. We have three writers, so I know they were like, wouldn't it be funny if Leah said, ha ha, my training bra, and then they write it down. <laughs> and then Julie Bowen goes, you have three writers, that's it? And Leah <laughs> Michelle goes, three writers for our show, they're all men. <laughs> and everyone is horrified. Yeah, including so the of, um... The Big Bang Theory! A right. show where there's one woman on it, and she's, like, a flimsy idiot. 
for women, your show is definitely poorly written for women. Yes. Anyway, uh, any of these men could have Googled, like, what's a training bra? Yeah. So, that's weird. They never would have. Ugh. I don't even remember what happens in the rest of the scene. They all have to do songs that have the word hello in them. Is yeah. The point. Yeah. Now we get Will and Emma. Okay. So they're staring at each other moonily over her desk, per <laughs> usual. Emma says something about, like, some, some, some sort of consideration that needs to be made for her. Oh, they're, like, gonna kiss, and she wants to go, like, do dental maintenance or something. Yeah. And she's like, oh, do you think I'm weird? And Will's like, you're adorable. Gross. Ten flags. One, they should not kiss because they're in a glass office and they are teachers at this school. Yes. Yeah, workplace. It's their workplace. Two, have they not kissed since that first kiss? We are now, because Does of the chronology we've been working on, it has been a few weeks since it's the last episode. It's been time for a couple dates for Finn to miss. We know that. Right, or right. it's been one single day because and of And Rachel has scheduled ten. <laughs> right. So, like, <laughs> has Will waited? Saying. Will has waited a, a period of time, we don't know, to show up in her office and demand that they kiss again. The man can't, like, this is the first time he's thought to himself, maybe I should invite her to my home for a date? The show does not care. Okay. It is also weird that she, like, brings out this kit. She's like, I'm gonna go brush my, like, sanitize myself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're so cute. Again, so I refer you to the thing I had to say aloud on a date the other day. It's not cute. It's my mental it's illness. It's my mental illness. Also, like, her OCD is not a metaphor. She literally wants to go brush her teeth. Yeah. You, like, he's like, it oh, you're right. We need that she to clean up our situation. Too. Why don't I? We go deal with some stuff. You come over for a date. We'll, like, do a real adult thing. And she's like, cool, you know, I, like... Do you still she, have a mental illness that I'm going to need to, like, brush my teeth? She yeah. does not act like any person in real life would no. about this at all. In any way. Right, she's, like, not self-aware at all, but also not self-conscious, which is an extremely confusing combination of things. I agree. It's horrible. <laughs> so they're going to go on a date. Well, Will says he'll cook for her. She says, I didn't know you could cook. Will says, there are so many things you don't know about me, and I can't wait to introduce them to you. Which I think is actually the motto of every man I've ever been on a first date with. (laughs) Which is horrifying. And the rest of this episode, I do wish I did. And his, like, opinions about music. (laughs) His his Neil Diamond is disgusting. Probably. Yes, yeah, so it's fine. It's fine. Why? I don't want to watch the adults interact. We have to watch Will making out with so many people. <laughs> Bring back Kurt. <laughs> No, instead we get uh, Finn next, right? Nope, the- we get Sue, Santana, and Brittany. Sue, Santana, and Brittany. Yes. Okay, Sue, I just yeah. I don't, I don't remember this scene. So Sue <laughs> wants Santana and Brittany to steal Finn away from Rachel, I think? I forget why, though. I think we're back to, like, Rachel's the heart of this club if we can right. destroy her yes. by destroy right. the club. Right. Because right. once again, we have pitted these two groups against each other for literally no reason and with flimsy justification. Right. Which is so boring. Um, yeah, her master plan is that Santana and Brittany, who have failed her as foot soldiers, because if you recall at the end of sectionals, they were like, we kind of like it here. We're happy to help. Um, have to go seduce Finn away from Rachel. She's going to say out loud, Rachel's the kind of girl who wants things too badly, which I know we've said before and really but gets like, me every time. Yeah, I know. Cool. <laughs> just maybe stick to that, Glee. Right. That's good. That's right. So, like, the idea being, like, they'll lure Finn away. Rachel will be so devastated that she'll quit. Yeah. And this Glee club will fall apart. Which is not... Rachel is actually fairly consistently characterized, and the character that they have built for her would in no way react in that way. No, she would react by singing himself. more. Exactly. Yeah. He can leave. They've already, like, kissed once and then broken up. Right. And she was fine. Right. right. He left. Anyways. It's all. Anyways, now okay, we have Will and Finn. Ew. In the auditorium, and he's, like, training him to be, like, a rock. But oh. he's, again, doing that weird parallel between the romantic lives things where he, because he has left behind his, like, wife who was pretending to be pregnant, <laughs> and, like, Finn also has had a misfortune with someone who is pregnant. Right. And as if those two things are the same, like, and as if their lives should take similar trajectories now. He also dramatically mischaracterizes the grieving process where he's like, you're a new man now. Go be your new man. Don't deal with that old stuff. And you're like, no, you're a teacher. He needs to see a therapist and he needs to deal with some of the shit he went through where, like, a woman he loves betrayed him and he, like, is thinking about his own masculinity and, like, was he ready to be a father? Leave him behind and do some singing. You're Van Morrison. Nope, uh, not being Morrison, Jim Morrison. <laughs> 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 no, I know. All I know is that when Will Schuster says Morrison, he grins to himself as if he knows he's saying his own name, and it is horrifying. Uh, <laughs> also, he just says, he like is listing names of people, where he says, like, Morrison. And he says Jagger. Not Mick Jagger, just Jagger. And that's weird. No one refers to him, but it's just Jagger. Well, apparently... Well, in a list, like, I knew who he meant. Like, they, sure I knew who he meant, but it's dumb. <laughs> I don't know why this stuck out to me. <laughs> anyway, Finn sings Hello, I Love it's You by so the Doors. It's so boring. Yeah, it's fine. 
They do the so entire fun. production. It is like it's dancers. He's in the basketball court. He's in the hallway. He's in the choir room. Everyone's actually no one's singing with him, which is why it's so boring. Uh, Corey Monteith, God bless him, rest in peace, cannot carry the song by himself. All no. of the girls are making eyes at him. Kurt is incredibly turned on by this. It is communicated. That's the most fun part. He looks all a flutter. Yeah. He just, ugh, it's good. But the rest of it is bad. It's so boring. I have down, when does Jonathan Groff get here? (laughs) Well, first we have Brittany and Santana. Um, I think they're... Yeah, they're like... They're holding pinkies. They go to invite them on a date. With both of them together. Yes. Which I did read about, um, the pinky holding that Brittany and Santana do is actually taken from Naya Rivera and Heather Morris, who added it themselves. Oh, it's nice. Isn't that nice? Those two people also wanted those characters to be having a lot of sex, as did I. I think the three of us have in common. We get our first mention of Breadsticks, the restaurant. I I also have done this is the first mention of Breadsticks, the only restaurant in Lima, Ohio. Lima, Ohio. Lima is the name of the real city in Peru. (laughs) Well, you understand my confusion. Easy mistake to make. Yeah, so they're going to go on a date, the three of them, despite the fact that Finn is, like, theoretically dating Rachel. Which they have a conversation now, and... Rachel says, I know my personality, though full of surprises, is hardly no maintenance. Which is and going just, in my I wedding vows. <laughs> like, oh, oh my god. That, yeah, that's my new Bumble bias. So look out in New York. <laughs> wedding vows done. Uh, yeah, it's so much. So he he is, breaks up with her and is like, I just need to go be my own man. And yes. she basically stares him right in the eye and rips him to shreds. Yes. <laughs> so good, you guys. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to read the whole thing, but it's like... She says, you're you, a scared little boy. Yeah, you're like, embarrassed to be seen with me because you that you really would never admit it, but you value your, rep- your reputation. Yeah, yeah, and being with me is bringing it Quinn, down. Yeah. Like, she's the only one who really sees him. And, and if like, you ever looked up and realized that, like, it would be me in a second. Goddamn, oh. Rachel. It is so it's much. It's, she, it's weird that, like, we make Rachel Berry say these things about her training, bra, okay. But she also remains the most emotionally intelligent teenager on this show. Right. It's really And also the, that sometimes she's so aware of all these things, and other times she's so blatantly unself-aware. Right, like, yeah. t- ten minutes ago she was making a calendar with her faces on it. But I'm, I'm choosing to read it as, like, that whole sort of, like, she's pretend so, you're fine until you're fine, yes. or whatever. And also that she does want everything too much, which means she does everything too much. Right. I, I loved this. I thought it was great. Sure, I loved it, except for the fact that we just found out they were dating this episode. Yeah, it, does, yeah. it does make it hard. And we get, like, a big breakup. The, the last that we saw them having scenes together like this, like, he was smitten with her. Yeah. And to the point that he was, like, cheating on Quinn with her. Yeah. It's an insanely, mm-hmm. like, again, timeline makes no sense. It's really? just in service to the plot that they want to do now. 100%. They were like, what if they broke up yeah. past we could do this fun thing? Because... Really, also, what I get out of this is, like... Rachel Berry is too smart for him, and they have nothing in common. Yeah. And, like, I, I wasn't interested in this to begin with, except for, like, the earnest flutterings at the beginning of the season. And, like, it's not going to carry. Right. Yeah. A uh, whole season. Right. Let alone a whole show. And yet, they're going to try it for the next six seasons. <laughs> but we do get now Rachel singing Gives You Hell. It's weird, a performance is, I enjoy so much. Oh, it's fine. It's weird. It's right after the breakup scene. But One, not even like, like ten seconds later. Before. Right, right. But... It is a lot of fun. It right. is fun. Will's like, is anyone working on the assignment? And Rachel's like, I kind of have for the last one second since I broke up with Finn. <laughs> but the performance is actually kind of hot, which is an accomplishment because she's wearing an argyle cardigan buttoned all the way up and white tights. White tights! I also have that written down! <laughs> white tights! We also cut, cut to a shot of like this cute black woman guitar player who I would like to know more about. I would like, I would like her to have her own show. Character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is super fun. It's so fun. Because I love it. For two reasons. One, she's, I mean, it's just a fun song, but two, they all get to sing, which she is way more fun than just, like, one yeah. person yeah, singing in front of uh, us Yeah, Mike Chang dances. Oh, Mike Chang dances. Yes! Also, we have officially lost all pretense of, like, how these kids learn this. She didn't hand out sheet music. They're just all singing. Fuck but it. I'm I don't fine. care. I don't I like need it. it. And, yeah. and that's how it will be from here on out, so we better use it. Yes. And, like, there was nothing I needed less than, like, go practice in the hallway for a second. Like, I don't care. Okay. Kurt is also wearing plaid pants and a non-matching plaid vest. A bold move. It's advanced pattern mixing. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, Will Schuster hates this. Oh, he's so angry. Yeah. She's w- misunderstood the assignment and, like, it's not the point and... I'm sure he's just, like, mad that, like, sh- she's yelling at Finn or whatever. And it's, they're, like, singing together as a group and doing a good job. He can go fuck himself. Yeah. So now we're in, I think, a library? I think it's I a music weird. store. Okay, because there's, there's a lot of piano. music and a piano, but yeah. no other instruments. And a lot of strangers. I think I saw on a different Wikipedia summary that it's a music library. That's that actually makes sense. Makes more sense. I was I thinking it was that if that was a thing that existed. But yeah, that's what I, was I don't know that it is. I don't it, know if that's that real. But... Um, more importantly, Jonathan Groff. Yeah. I wanted you to know when she lowers that piece of music and his face is there, I gasped. 
out loud as though I didn't know what was going to happen because he's so handsome. He's and he looks so young here. I forgot again yeah, how long ago this came out. He's a baby. It's two thousand ten. Yeah. yeah, seven years ago. That's crazy. Also, you, like those two characters and those two actors, I love them together. Love each other, and the chemistry is like like no one says anything, and you're yeah. immediately like yes. <laughs> Finally, this is the opposite of Finn Hudson's like fleshy face yeah. sitting sadly at her while he like thinks about Quinn. Like, I know this it's, is it's great. just so dynamic, just immediately. It's, I love it. It's so dynamic. Ugh. I have a lot to get past because I inexplicably hate Jonathan Groff. Because you watched all of Looking. I did not watch all of Looking. <laughs> no, it, no I, he hates Jonathan I, Groff. it's hard to watch. It's it's slow. I'm, I don't have the patience for it. It's very good. It's very good. Jonathan Groff, he's so charming. He's very pretty. He's good in the show. Like, his role is good. I'm glad he's here. I just don't like him. I don't know why I find him annoying. No, we're not. Send you some YouTube links. It's him and, like, I don't know. Maybe I just hate gay people. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so you're deep-seated homophobia. Uh, I have down good news. I'm still a teenage girl in love with Jonathan Groff, so at least one God, of us right? is. It is inexplicable that we're supposed to leave his character straight. Well, okay. well, especially okay. yeah, I found in this scene, in this scene I get straight, it. It's fine. Later when he's wearing the red belt, belt. And, like, a red belt <laughs> with a black V-neck t-shirt tucked into black jeans, no. they all took a man. He pulled out all the stops for this one, and I do want those two people to kiss. That's true. Like, like, they, they really tried to get the chemistry. Yeah. It, works. it really, it works. It works. Yeah. And if you yeah. did, if you do it in the first scene or the first ep- or, uh, scene, I'll believe it forever. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I can, I can suspend yeah. my disbelief. Mm-hmm. They do a duet of hello. Uh, first season, he's going to wait. the University of California, Los oh, yeah, Angeles. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of it. It's, it's in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. His delivery of that is really good. I it's funny. That's twice. Perfect scene. Yeah. He's the like your rendition of "Don't Rain My Parade" was flawed, which is. Rude. Which is rude. Um, but it's fun. It's fun to watch these two characters that love music and are like our whatever opponents like engage with each other yeah. and they're like both interested and it's smart and it's funny and no one talks about how like sad Rachel Berry is. Or, and like, he looks really hot and Leah Michelle looks really pretty. Football. He also says I like to give impromptu concerts for the homeless. It's important to give back. It's right. Which is an example of a joke that mentions homeless people that is still funny. Because so, they're not the butt of the joke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I have to explain I basic concepts of comedy every time we watch this goddamn I show? I don't understand. They do the love by Lionel Richie. Oh great. god, I love like people I enjoying watch it again other later. people being stuff they're good at. It's yeah, so good. I'm gonna go home and watch it again. It's <laughs> so charming. Oh man, I can't believe this scene ends and we have to do other stuff. You have to go to the Britney scene. <laughs> we have to go to breadsticks. Okay, so all you need to know about this scene is uh, apparently this is an ongoing arrangement that they have with many men at this school. Men, boys, whatever. Children. That, <laughs> that they will go on dates with them and the boys will pay and Brittany and Santana will make out in front of them. Yeah. That's, the, that's the gist. And the only important thing about the scene is that Brittany fans. turns to Santana and says, did you know that dolphins are just gay sharks? Yeah. This is also the start of, like, Britney one-liners as actual jokes more yeah. often. Like, yeah. they became a thing. Yeah. Very funny. I think it, when they saw the response in the first half to the few that there were. Yeah. yeah. We also, um, Britney and Santana, in between, one, uh, wanting to kiss very badly and two, mm-hmm. saying funny things to each other, uh, tease, make fun of Rachel in front of Finn and he, like, gets a little surly about cool. it as if he's not on a date with two women and broke up with Rachel to be there. So, like, right. yeah. cool moral high ground. And um, honestly, it's after that they're being mean that he's, like, not hot. So, it's really Yeah, not... to be clear, his feelings are just hurt. They don't want to hang out with him. Had right. they included him in their teasing, he for sure would have been like, yeah, she does right. look like Skippy Longstocking, but it's really. It's really good. It's funny. I'm sorry, all the jokes in this episode are funny. <laughs> I mean, the insults, not the Will Schuster having to do jokes parts. Um, yeah, it's good. I understand that I'm supposed to engage with this, but I'm so excited about the fact that two seasons from now we're finally gonna let um, Brittany and Santana kiss. But like, I don't care. About it the takes rest two of it. seasons. Like a season, I think. No, next season. Okay. Sexy is next season, I think. So. Okay. Anyway, well, so like Finn stalks off because they're like, you can go sit in the car if you don't want to engage yeah. on this date. Leave your credit card. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Will again, right? He's singing Neil Diamond at is Emma. he singing? Yeah. We okay. Zoom in on a close up of these two people like sexy sway dancing, which is the opposite of the previous two scenes. Right. Which were She's apparently got Gay and Jonathan Groff. It's horrifying. So yeah, Neil he's Diamond like is playing singing. and then Will starts singing along with it, which is like ugh, But he like doesn't the weird thing about this scene to me that I found upsetting is that he's not singing along the whole time, so it's just happening to music, which is a weird choice for this show. For most yes. of it, right? They usually like, don't play a full right. song in the background. They usually don't play like songs that are not by yeah, it's weird. The camera also will not stop spinning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I honestly didn't look at it for that long because I hated it so It's really much. bad. 
Um, so we they, start, weird... they start making out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we get a weird close-up when they're making out and he, like, leads in. I'm just, like, his shirt tucked into his jeans. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. That's how I wear my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're making out and Emma, like, pulls away and she's like, it's been a long time since I was intimate with anyone. Is that better or worse than making love in terms of describing Being sex? intimate, better, <laughs> better. than making love. Okay, if she had barely. said it's been a long time since I made love to anyone, I would have thrown myself All right, out of I just window. hate the term being intimate. Sure, it's also gross. And he, like, reflexively reacts with, like, how long? And you know she's going to say ever. Yes, and then she does. Or, like, so when was the last? Or, like, how? Whatever. Whatever you ask. Right. The answer Emma's is, a virgin is the point. Emma's yeah. a virgin. Which, like, ah, wow. Okay. Like, I have no thoughts about the way Will Will's used to react to this. I have a lot of thoughts about her following it up with, you know, because of my problems, she should go to therapy. Right. I'm sorry, this thing right. should not be happening. He right. should be like, hey, love you so much, super into this friendship, can you find a therapist and work on, like, you being okay? Right. And then we'll revisit this situation. Instead of being like, I guess I'll put in a movie, sorry, I only have Armageddon. Like... <laughs> Also, I had to think about Will's sister's penis in this scene, and I fucking hated that. <laughs> and you're gonna have to do it again. It he seems like a bad, boring boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, is weird He's a about, bad, boring man. He's a bad, boring man. They don't have a lot in common except for this, like, one-hour flirting they did once a day for, like, a year. He just wants to tell her about himself and have her listen. 100%. He wasn't like, do you like Neil Diamond? Have you seen this movie? Like, any, nothing. All things that I enjoy. Would you like to come over to my apartment that I recently lived in with my wife? Yeah. Who apparently Great. still has a key. She's basically like, hey, this evening's not going to go the way you think it will because it'll, like, here's all this personal stuff about me. And he's like, ooh, that's okay. We can watch a movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Is this is your, like, set first date? Yeah, right. Engage, man. I think I hated this. I can't believe we had to do this. Uh, Finn and Rachel. Oh, so Rachel is like, I have a new boyfriend now. Right. Again, things are moving incredibly fast. <laughs> right. A new boyfriend. You met the guy once. You met him. She also says, like, our love is real or something. So it's not even, like, we really like each other. It's like, no, 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 our love is real. Our love is real. You Uh, sang one song. The first thing Finn asks when she says, I have a new boyfriend is, is he bigger than me? (laughs) (laughs) Which, congratulations. No, no one is. You're a very large man. Um, anyways, I don't know what else happens in the scene. It's boring. Basically, Finn's just like I also don't know heard about it because like, oh, and then he finds out it's he's from Vocal Adrenaline. Oh yeah, she described it's in both his full name and his his, that he's in Vocal Adrenaline. Um, yeah, and though he's like, what? He's just spying on us. Uh, so here's the like the other plot of this episode, right? Well, so but so what we learn shortly, spoiler alert, is Finn went to Will, and then Will goes straight to the Vocal Adrenaline coach, being like, these two teens have started dating. Like, First, we get an entire performance. Yes, highway to hell, it's actually which, very good. As previously discussed, Jesse St. James is wearing a black V-neck t- T-shirt tucked into black jeans with a red yeah. belt. Looks red incredible. Red studded belt gay. and it's, red high top sneakers. It's also still fun. It's I'm sorry. It's great. This episode sells this. Song as like a musical, like a show. Yes! Yeah, it it's crazy. They actually, have, if I remember correctly, throughout this half a season that he's in, all of his songs will be like classic rock songs. Yeah. But in his like Broadway voice, it's perfect. Yeah, I like it works them. somehow. This episode does such a good job with having enough numbers in a row that are like big performances that yeah. I think it's fun. And none of them are Matthew Morrison, fun. so none I really of them love Matthew it. Morrison. I didn't notice that, but that is definitely why I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They okay. did cut um Hello Twelve, Hello Thirteen, Hello Love. Um, which Rachel and Jesse are supposed to do together from a chorus line, which I do love and will go watch later. <laughs> um, and I wish that had been in there, because wouldn't that just be fun? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Here's where I have a point, and I know we're going to make it a recurring feature, and I'm just going to do it now, of, like, what would we do to make this episode better yeah. if we had written it? It's insane that the rest of Vocal Adrenaline don't ever just become characters. No! Like... Even one-liners. Vocal Adrenaline and the Warblers could have been one unit in the plot. And fulfilled the same role and just yeah. provided a level of continuity that they did the show. Yes. Yeah. Like, also, it would have been way more interesting when Kurt later is like, hey, I'm going to go join this other team. If we like their known rivals. Yes. Right, right. And not like they suddenly show up at your invitational because Kurt's there. I don't right. know. It's weird. We could have just more characters who aren't in the Glee Club who are like, we see them perform a lot. But we just don't know. It's like right. it's a band all over again. Over the again, course right? of whatever, like, six, seven years, <laughs> you do in fact get to know some of those performers. In a way where, like, I recognize that girl with the good hair, right? Yeah. Or, like, wouldn't it have been nice to pay that woman, like, a couple hundred bucks and let her speak? Yes. Yeah. I'm sure she's as adequate as an actor as anyone else on this show. She yeah. couldn't, well, yeah. She could probably live up to Cory Monteith's bar. Right. Say, acting-wise. Uh, anyways, so that is just one note I would have for the writers of Glee in general. Yeah, Fair. good. That's a good one. Uh, um, yeah, so Will Schuster that. comes to speak to the coach after watching this performance, and it's Idina Menzel. Menzel. It's Idina Menzel. Perfect. <sighs> Great. Amazing. I have down Ah Idina too, followed immediately by Ah They Ruined Idina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um anyways the point is Will's worried that that Rachel is dating Jesse. 
And the point of the scene is that um, we cut to Idina Menzel making out with yeah. Schuster. Sure, because he didn't have sex that one time, so he must so immediately bone down with Idina Menzel, who admittedly is the most beautiful woman in the world. Well, and in fairness, he hadn't slept with his wife for many months, as we learned. Yeah. Sure. Like, I mean, people have needs. Fine. Fine. It's fine. She was into it. Right. Like, they, Yeah, these two people actually are, like, adult consenting, whatever. Sure. They should, like, go ahead and They're bone both, all they want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gross that, one, I have to see it, and two... You ruined Idina Menzel. Come on. Yeah. Just let her be funny and beautiful and smart and sing. Well, and also, like, you haven't, like, quote-unquote broken up with Emma. Like, you just said, we'll watch a movie. Certainly like, it wasn't not. like you both agreed to, sure, like, not... not the best decision. Right. Uh, I would like to point out that the top that Idina Menzel is wearing in this scene is insane. It's like, <laughs> it is unnecessarily booby in a non-flattering a, way. Yeah, it's like a jewel tone purple, and it's got weird, like, flouncy sleeves, and a oh, lot yeah. of, like, ruffles. Not good. It's weird. Yeah, so, you know, he pulls away because he's like, I'm technically dating someone else. He's the worst fucking boyfriend in the world. Um, And she, like, he then makes basically Idina Menzel talk through his life problems with him. Yeah. Well, okay, so first of all, while they were making kitchen, out, no. she was, like, she was, like, detailing, like, her commitment to vocal adrenaline. Where she basically, like, I haven't been on a date in three years. All right. I do is eat, sleep, and breathe, like, vocal adrenaline. And same. Will says, same, I'm so committed to Glee Club, I think it played a big part in ending my marriage. No, it was you having a crush on another person and your wife faking a pregnancy. Right. I actually <laughs> Two other large there's, factors, back right, dude. Yeah, there's right. two big ones. Yeah, I guess also you were, whatever, Glee, fine. Okay. It happened on a show about Glee, I guess, technically. <laughs> Fuck, I hate this show. Uh, here's the point, here's where this episode gets really boring. Yeah, because they stop singing. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Adina's basically like, call me, you're like, you're very cute, call me when you figure your shit out, you need to be alone for a while. It's like, it's true. insane that Idina Menzel had to roll in and be like, have you considered not dating anyone? Because it seems like this isn't going great. And also, He's like, but then who will cater to my every emotional need? Right. I can't believe she's not singing. It's I really know. my problem with this she moment. She doesn't sing in this episode. And it's... Like, I'm I'm sure she will, but she I don't know. Sure. She'll sing soon enough. Like, Jonathan like, Groff got to enter with the song. Yeah. Why not Idina? I know. Why can't she just, like, come in singing Divine Gravity? I don't right. need an explanation. Like, ten times. Yeah. Okay, in the next scene, basically the the whole Glee Club, because Finn, Big Mouth Finn, has told everyone. Finn's an idiot. They're all like, you have Everybody to either quit Glee Club or break up with Jesse St. James. Yeah. She's like, excuse me. And she also, like, does this sort of, like, thing where she, like, is does the self-awareness thing where she's like, you guys, like... That's crazy. I found someone who loves me for me. But you, you guys, you guys, as you guys have pointed out to me multiple times, me is a lot. Like, yeah. me is kind of hard to love. Again, they've, they've known each other for... 27 hours. Sure, but, you know. But yeah, she is like, look, I'm not gonna find a lot of people who are into this the way it is. Right. Can you just be happy for me? They're like, no. <laughs> They're basically like, no. Um, so then Sue tries to induct her into the McKinley High Old Maids Club. This right. is weird. Which is the thing she I made up. It. Yes. We later yeah. find out. Yes. It's a follow-up to her scheme where, yeah. like, now that Brittany and Tintana have successfully broken up Finn and Rachel, her goal is to scare Rachel Right. Into continuing to date Jesse, maybe? Yeah, unclear, yeah. but yeah. I'm both bored and offended. Yeah. Like, right, she gathers she's... a bunch of girls together from the high school who yeah. I think she describes as like, I don't know, bad him, teeth. And... She describes them as having mustaches. Okay, okay we don't need that. Problems. And again, Great. when you're talking about a show written by three men, yeah, and you're, you're tr- like, what you've basically, what she's basically giving you here is a round table of like, it's like that new, like the the Anne Helen Peterson book, the like too too slutty, too fat. He's basically giving you a round table of qualities that, like in theory, make a woman unlovable. Yeah. But in fact, all those women would probably be super dynamic, interesting characters. Sure. sure, sure, yeah. He's basically like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if like a frumpy girl and a loud girl and a yeah. fat girl were like unable to find love forever, and they yeah. knew that by the time they were sixteen? Like, yeah. excuse you. It's so dumb. Can we get Lauren's Icy's again? Who's like a minor recurring character? Yeah, yeah. Maybe more of a recurring character. Yeah, she tells a sad story about like having to dump her wrestling boyfriend yeah. by breaking his one of his. Bones. She like delivers it well. No, she did. <laughs> she <laughs> oh, wanted she to date is. someone on another wrestling team, but they, her teammates wouldn't let her. So then, in a match, she had to bite his nuts so hard that they started bleeding. Ew. Right? That's what she says? Did I make like, I don't know. I was so bored that I was I was pretty sure it was a fight. <laughs> Ew. Anyways, Lauren Zizzi's is fine. Whoever that actress is can like deliver it. Good enough. It's fine. boring. You know the what I miss? The whole scene is bad. Yeah. In the previous scene where they're all yelling at Rachel, Kurt is wearing like a structured scarf over a short sleeve white button down, and I would wear that outfit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I cared about that 100% more than whatever's oh, yeah. happening here, Way where 100%. Sue like continues to scheme and then be. So that she knows Rachel dating just. I don't know, and I don't care. This is the point of the episode where I got so bored that I stopped. You literally stopped watching. Oh, yeah. Brittany and Santana told her she's dating Jesse St. James. Right. Yeah. 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 Cool. She okay, does this little maid club. It doesn't really work because Rachel's like. 
Or maybe it does, and that's why she... I, again, I, I did not I don't watch care. I hate this scene so much. It's so boring. Okay, is Emma next or is Jesse? I don't know. Terry and Emma. Okay, so Emma is making dinner... In Will's Will, apartment. In Will's apartment. Okay, important note. It's a surprise. You've been on one date. You cannot you... use your key to someone's apartment. Why did she have one key? She How doesn't. Did she she says he, She says he hid it under a rock or something. But like That's you, creepy. You, you definitely don't do get to that. use. And it's breaking and entering. It is. Or just entering. It doesn't matter how nice it is. It's a little bit like, hey, we're not at a place where you can just like enter my home without telling me. Yeah. Anyway, thank God Jocelyn Gilsey comes back and it's just like meaner than ever. Yes. She rolls in says some weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. She basically reveals to Emma, uh, she's like, hey, um, just came to get my DVDs. Her Bruckheimer DVDs. <laughs> oh, funny. and then Emma, like, is like, I rented, um, The Jazz Singer, because Will chose some A Hello song Again that, is our song. They keep yeah. referring to it as Hello. It's called Hello Again. It's fine. <laughs> it just seems like, you know, one second, you better remember that. But Jessalyn Gilsley is like, oh, that was the song he picked for us in high school. Or, or she tells Emma to go oh. look it up in the yearbook, and that's what, the, yeah. spoiler alert, it was their she song, says, too. She says, don't bother whatever. sleeping with my husband tonight. Um, he's, you're, like, already screwed or something. Yeah. Which Will is, is a boring man. It's not that he was cheating on her so much as he is boring. And repetitive. And yeah, I just yeah. was so happy to see Jessalyn Gilsley, but I was... And she looks great. She looks seat. so she's beautiful. Glowing. She's definitely meaner than before, and I love I it. I love it. I love it. Um, anyways, like, Emma looks sad with her, like, big doe eyes. And, okay. Yeah. She goes and, like, discovers this in the yearbook that that was, in fact, Terry and Will's song when they were, like, junior prom or something. Oh, my God. Who cares? Which was 200 years ago. I don't who know. Cares? I don't care. Can you imagine caring about anything that happened in high school? No! Like. And I'm not yet a 35-year-old Spanish teacher. Right. It wasn't really that long ago for me. I have some traumatic experiences Ugh. from middle school that really formed me as a person, but anything that happened in high school is really water on the bridge by this point, yeah. Okay, so I think now is when we get Rachel going to um, Jesse to be like, hey, we can keep doing this, but like, is it real? <laughs> she says oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, kind yeah. of heartbreak that a girl like me holds on to for life. I love that she knows what? what's up. <laughs> I'm just like Barbara and the way we were, she says. <laughs> um, he basically says, yeah, it's real. Yeah. Oh, I also really like in the beginning of the scene, she's like standing on the stage and he turns on the light and she's like, who's there? And then he doesn't answer and she's like, I have a rape whistle. And he sort of laughs and like says it's just me, but it, in like this very affectionate way. We're like, Again, know, these he, two he characters, because these two actors like each other, really like each other. Also back to being very convincingly straight in this scene. Yeah, he does a good job. They Not when kiss. he's performing. But <laughs> otherwise. They should and do kiss. But then there's, like, it some weird eye contact between him and Idina Menzel. Yeah, like, Rachel walks away right yeah. after he and confirms like no that he's way. not a spy. Yeah. Like a tr- and it, well, no, he makes weird eye contact while they're making out. Oh, it's wild. And it's, it's too, so it's yeah. unclear. It The most unlikely one is that, like, she just saw and he's like, oh, shit, sorry. Um, sorry, so the most unlikely is that he and Idina Menzel are fucking, which is not I, true. I, that's I not the most show. unlikely I've seen Glee. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think that... That, I'm not sure if that was an interpretation I was supposed to see, but that is the one that the first one comes to mind. I was like, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what um, we're supposed to think is that they've been scheming to, like... Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so he agrees that they can keep dating, but he won't tell anyone, because that's Rachel's one. Like, she is going to tell the She says no one club. can know. Yeah, she's going to tell the Glee Club, as we find out in a second, that she broke up with Jesse. Yeah. Um, so they have to, like, keep it on the deal. Which she does. It's fine. Yeah. This episode continues. They sing uh, a song... They sing the Beatles, hello. Hello, no, wait, goodbye. Not, there's so much. You guys skipped so much. Yeah, because I'm bored. I okay, hated it, it. Okay. 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 We're doing it. What happened in it? Okay. I literally don't remember. I, I watched this two hours Will ago. and Emma have their whole thing where, like, yeah. she thinks he needs to be alone. Oh, right. She breaks Everyone up must lead Will along his path of, like, emotional enlightenment or whatever. Uh, Emma says, I think sometimes we spend so much time with these kids, we start acting like them, which is an insult to these kids who are okay. living their lives much better than you yeah. are. Yes. Also, they're doing it for the first time. They have, ex- I don't know, just the board. She breaks some... up with Will. He looks sad as though, like, Idina Menzel hadn't just told him the exact same thing. We see some pamphlets. They're not the funniest we ever see, but we have Radon the Silent Killer, Me and My Cancer, <laughs> Me and My Cancer, and Ouch That Stings. <laughs> Ouch That Stings is my <laughs> um, um, And now we get Finn and Rachel. He wants okay. to date her. She makes up a reason. She says it's because it's a club. Like, we can't have any more drama. He says, I don't give up that easy, which We're do. supposed to think it's charming even though I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. They've and exhausted also, my patience for charming Finn Hudson getting. And, like, if a girl tells you she just want to date you and you're like, I'm going to make you want to date me, it's not charming and we have to stop with that storyline. It's Right. Bad. I understand it was whatever, 2010. It was not cool then either. Yeah. Um, Anyways, he sings hello, goodbye at her, basically. Like, she looks very uncomfortable with this, with this performance and he's just like... 
making weird eye contact. Yeah, so in the course of one episode, we've gotten Rachel meeting Jesse, Rachel falling dramatically in love with Jesse, the understanding that Jesse is going to betray Rachel, and that Rachel is still in love with Finn. One episode. Like, yeah. no, she's, not, she's not minutes. still in love with him. He's still in love with her. I think is both is the idea of how sad she looks by... We're sp- I think we're supposed to understand from how, like, fucking sad she's she looks like, while torn, he's singing. I yeah, think. that she's torn. But again, she went up 20 minutes ago. So I... And I neither believe that she likes this guy so much that that's a problem. Or that, like... Like, what? I don't... It's... Okay. Who can say? It sucks. It sucks. This episode sucks. Also, where did they get Except for all the good parts of it. Right. So it's good. <laughs> and that's... I think that's the end of it. God. Yeah, they say hello and goodbye. They're also wearing some very cute dresses in that scene. They're black dresses. Yeah, it's these like... Big, giant boob Totally. Where did they white. get them? Who cares? They're cute. In every other episode, we've explained how they got costumes. There are a lot of episodes about, like, not that. being able to afford costumes. But, of course, Fox is now giving Glee a bunch of money, and so they have costumes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, so that's the end of this episode? Yeah. Wait. Was... Three words. Was it good? Or not? Yeah. Jonathan Groff was. <laughs> oh, this is four words. A third of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A third of it was good. It's a half. It's if a we, solid half of it was fun. If we get four words, I want to say minus the sexual assault. Yeah. It apparently has to be in every episode. Per usual. Yeah, so, that's just an asterisk. Um, did Will Schuster yeah. teach any Spanish this episode? No. <laughs> no, but he did uh, kiss or interact with three women he has kissed. True. So, that's unnecessary. Uh, did Emma do any counseling? No. Just of Will Schuster. Just of Will Schuster. So Still, her only doesn't count if you're making out with the person. Doesn't right. count if you're making out with that person, and also she, it's like too late, my girl. <laughs> um, also, wait, didn't she quit her job? Yeah, but she changed her mind because yeah, they we did because they kissed. They fixed everything. She just she stopped quitting. Yeah, her she just job. turned right around and dropped that box back off at her desk. <laughs> hey, this. Seth Figgins, another email. Jk, see you on Monday. <laughs> Um, so one thing you'd like to fix, so Robbie, you said, um... Just, like, solidify some characters. Only have one external glee club and make them all real characters. Fair. Right? So, like, Vocal Adrenaline is Warblers is... I don't know if they were doing another one, but that's, what, that's all that matters. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I understand this was actually probably a scheduling problem more than anything else. I would have given the Jesse St. James thing a couple episodes to fester before we got this far. Yeah. Right? Like, I Fair, wanted yeah. them to, like... An episode where they meet, an episode where they kiss, an episode where we find out he may be betraying her. Right, yeah, like at the right. Very least, they could have lingered that, on that for more than like yeah. half a beat. At the very least, that last reveal should not have come in the same episode where we meet him, where it's like maybe right. he's, we don't need that suspicion yet. We already and have it. Especially well, in parallel like, with this of, episode where we get so much of like Rachel and Finn and a little bit of desk discord, and it really is hard to look at that next to Rachel and Jesse. Who are like because these again because these actors are such good friends, they have so much chemistry. They're happy to be there. I love watching it. Right. Why take that away from me? Right. So I would say to that point, again, leaving aside the sexual assault, let, let, let's take that off the table. We would sure, all sure, sure. I would make assault. everything legal. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, no one would ever drug someone and then get them naked. Uh, so, like, to that same point, let's take out the old maids club and use that screen time to do, like, a cute little thing where, like, we see, like, more of them, like, Jesse St. James and them. On, like, like a date. Yeah, sure. because we go straight from them meeting to, like, her being like, we're in love now. So yeah. I want to see the part in between. Take that out yes. and put the song back in. Yes. Put in uh, the put, yeah. Hello, Hello 12, Hello 13, yes. Hello Love. Yeah. Great. Yes. I think we've made this episode a little bit better. I don't know that we've fixed it. But, but we made it better, yeah. Which is important. Also, I mean, per usual, I could just do less of Will and another adult yelling at each other. Yeah, no or adults. Make it out. Yeah. Always no adults. Yeah. Rarely, if ever, does the adult add anything. So... Ryan Murphy, in addition to having 11 shows in production right now, this what? week on what Ryan Murphy is up to, he has optioned a play no. for Broadway. He would like to stage a 50th anniversary revival on Broadway next spring. Um, I'd like you each to place one guess about what Ryan Murphy wants to bring to Broadway. It's a revival, so it's... It's a revival. It's 50 years. Mm-hmm. It's Can a play. Can we get a hint of if it's a musical or not? It's a, no, it's, no, it's just a play. Oh, okay, play. so it was a musical, so thank you. Um, I don't know enough plays, huh? <laughs> Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? I wish. The death of a salesman. I also wish. You know he'd have some bad ideas about what to do with Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Cat on a hot tin roof. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Suddenly last summer. Um, <laughs> it is The Boys in the Band. Oh, I didn't Mark Crowley's pre-Stonewall play about a group of gay men who gather for a birthday party and some deliciously bitchy banter. So that sounds like maybe to begin with, it's a little like hashtag problematic, but 50 years old. Um, uh, it's really good. 
I believe that, and I also believe that Ryan Murphy will make it fun, and I will. I will see it. Yeah, I'll probably go see it. Right, like we're gonna go. They're gonna cast like whatever ever famous gay actors in it. You know, it's gonna be like Zachary Quinto, and like I'll be like, yep, you got me there, (laughs) Matt Bomer. Yeah. Anyone. Okay, um, so with regards to the um, women comedy actresses round table that we quoted earlier yeah i'm gonna say the names of some tv shows and you tell me if you think the writing on them is for women better or worse than Ooh, okay i'm ready i'm ready oh boy. <laughs> so we'll start with big bang theory we're just wait we're just talking season one glee uh yeah sure okay because they do get writers later they get writers right. later yeah. some of whom are women occasionally yeah. um big bang theory Ooh. i actually think better on glee yeah, I think it's Big Bang Theory's worst thing. I mean, I haven't watched all of the Big Bang Theory, but I do remember that, like, oh, that poor girl gets one note. Yeah. There's she a, just gets one note, and then she says she looks good in short shorts, and, like, she might want to kiss a nerd. They give a, <laughs> they get a smart girl later. It's a, what's her name? She's famous. My but who also gets yeah. one note. Is that, like, she's smart and doesn't really yeah, want to have sex. Yeah, Or uh, she does, and Jim Parsons doesn't, or something. Yeah, it sucks. At least Rachel's, like, a real full character, and also the main character. We get her, like, a little self- We get her saying things like, uh, I want things too much. Yeah. Right? Right. They're never gonna let Penny mind. say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mad Men. Better on Mad Men. Better on Mad Men. I'm sorry. I mean, I say half of that is just that Elizabeth Moss can, like, put all the emotion in the world into the word playground, but, like, ah. Uh. Oh, God. Right? Right? <sighs> Anything January Jones does is more, like, dynamic and interesting than, yes. like, two seasons worth of Rachel Berry material in which she has to pretend over and over to be interested in the same football player. Um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It doesn't, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt doesn't care about real human characters, so, like. Right. So trick question. They don't. So it's a trick question. And, but they do like Kimmy gets to do some real like dealing with traumas stuff. That's true. Better than Kimmy Schmidt for sure. Better than Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. I'm gonna give it to Tina Fey and Robert Carlock. Here's a stumper. How I Met Your Mother. Ooh. I have seen precisely two episodes of that show. Ooh. How many? I'm not gonna require you to, to back this up. Um. I think I'm pretty sure I've seen every episode, but I've seen most of them. I stopped yeah. watching at the end. Maybe about the same because they're both so uneven. Yeah. Okay. Or like from time to time you get a person and from time to time you get like, what if she did this because she's a woman? (laughs) Okay. Cool. Um, That's the last one I have. That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah, from what I understand, they like introduce the real mother late and it's weird, right? And she doesn't like get to be a whole She doesn't get to be But then you sort of like fall in love with her and they're like, JK, it's the woman that he's like been in love with all these years and like met in the first whatever and like her whole marriage to a different character is like whatever. They're just in love. It's It's fine. It's dumb. It's real dumb. I Why we're not making a How I Met Your Mother podcast. Watch that. we could, and I would be on that. Series finale of that live, just because it was on. I, I love a series finale of a show I don't yeah. really watch. <laughs> I'm not I love a so I got all that context. I was like, this seems weird. Yeah. It was yeah. weird. It was bad. Yeah. Um, great. Great. Hello. That was it. Please send us emails. Yes, we do love little Was simply good at gmail.com. We've gotten some great ones recently. Lately, to say recently and lately, but it's both. Got it. Yes, thank you for remembering you with us. Um, you can always give us a phone call at uh, <laughs> 330-366-6130, and uh, just tell us what you think about hello. Follow us on Instagram, was we good? Twitter, was we good? Tweet at us, participate in our polls. We love I you do great polls. Um, <laughs> and don't watch Glee. Don't watch, don't watch Glee. Bye. Bye. I simply gotta march, my heart's a drama Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade Don't put that on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Do not make that the outro. It will not be. Okay, Okay. I'm ready if you are. Same. Sure, I got nothing, but I'm ready to participate.